Let us pray. Father, we just want to thank you again for what you've done for our sister, what you've done for so many people here. What you've done for people who have been not even, who listen to us as testimonies. Father, to you be all that glory. We pray, Lord, that you help us to honor your word, to humble ourselves so that you can reveal the truth to us. You don't reveal the truth to proud people. Only those who have the heart of a child. Father, I trust you to speak through me, knowing that I can of my own do nothing. I completely yield it up to your spirit that you glorify Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Okay, this morning we're talking about surrender control to the Lord. And I want to plead with you to listen to me. This message, if you get it, your life will never be same again. I'm not kidding. If you get it. So, surrender control to the Lord. In John chapter 5, 19, so Jesus said, I speak to you eternal truth. He said, this is eternal truth. The son is unable. <laughs> He's unable to do anything from himself. It's an eternal truth. Or through his own initiative. Unable. Unable. I only do the works that I see the father doing. For the son does the same works as his father. You know, the message came out of the experience I had on Thursday. Because the Lord told us to come, those who can come, and pray for 30 minutes and be quiet before him for one hour. It's something, I, I've tried this, to be quiet before the Lord, but my mind will be going, going all over the place. So when I came here, I, I, I started again. I was focusing on Jesus. I was, I was trying to meditate on scriptures. And I look at time, oh, we have only done 10 minutes. <laughs> I was just struggling. So the Lord said to me, that is not being quiet. So I'm trying to be saved. That's the point with you. You are trying to surrender it to me. I will make you quiet. I said, well, that's true. He said, surrender it to me. I'm the one that makes you quiet. I'll keep you quiet. He said, that's why your mind is going everywhere, everywhere. But I can keep your mind quiet. I said, okay, Lord, I surrender it to you. Brethren, God is my witness. I didn't know when the one hour came. By the time I, I, I couldn't, I was so lost in it. To look at, I didn't look at the clock. By the time I, I managed to look, I was four minutes to exactly one hour. And they said to me, between me and you, who did it better? I said, shoot. He said, preach it on Sunday. Preach it on Sunday. Tell them to surrender to me. That's how this message came. So you see, our Lord lived in this total surrender to his father. It's called faith. In John chapter 5, verse 16. And therefore did the Jews persecute Jesus and sought to slay him because he healed on the Sabbath. Because he had done these things on the Sabbath day. But Jesus answered them, My father walked hither do now, and I walked. Therefore, the Jews sought the more to kill him. Because he had not only broken the Sabbath, but said also that God was his father, making himself equal with God. Then answered Jesus and said unto them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, the son can do nothing of himself, but what he seeth the father do. 
For what things soever he doeth, these also doeth the Son likewise. For the Father loveth the Son and showeth him greater works than these. And showed him things that himself doeth. He didn't say show him what Jesus do, do, do it. Mark the word the scripture uses. He didn't say he will show you what I'm doing. He said he'll show you what he, the father, is doing. Surrendering control. He said he'll show you what he himself doeth. And he will show him, the son, greater works than this that you may marvel. You haven't seen anything yet. He said, show you, show me. Show the son. Show you. He said, you're persecuting me. <laughs> but I wasn't the one that healed him. It's my father. He said, he's showing what, he's showing you people his work. It's my father. Because I can't hear him. The son can do nothing of himself. Not me. It's my father in me that did this. So why are you persecuting me? That's what he said. Why are you persecuting me? My father is doing it. And he will do more. John 14, 10. Don't you believe that I'm in the father and the father is in me? The words I speak unto you, the words, are, the words I speak are not my own. How much surrender is this? But the Father who leads me does his work through, through what? Talk to me. Through what? Through me. I'm not the one speaking. He's the one speaking. He's the one doing everything. And Jesus told us that the same thing applies to all of us. The same thing applies to all of us. John 15, 5. I am the vine, you are the branches. He that abideth in me and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me you can do, can we learn this simple lesson? Like Jesus said, I, I don't try to do anything because I can't do anything. It's my father. Is it, surrendering control is exactly how we put things into the hand of God. It goes from our hand to the capable hand of God. Look at, I was struggling, trying my best. I mean, I was focusing. I was doing everything I could do. You know, scriptures, everything. But I got nowhere. But he said to me, he said, surrender that control to me. Let me do it. I'm doing, I can control your heart. I can control your mind. I can control everything. If you let me. See, so that thing you are doing, you are not being quiet because you are talking. You are, the way you are quiet to hear me talk to you. You've been talking. That's how we live our lives, people. With things, when you hand things over to God, it's in the hand of God, you are good to go. I don't care what that thing is, you are good to go because He can handle everything. Can I hear amen? So Hebrew 4 says, Let us therefore fear, let a promise being left us of entering into his race. And any of you should seem to come short of it. Be afraid that you don't 
take control of your life. Be afraid and make sure that you rest and hand it over to him. Verse 2. For unto us was the gospel preached as well as unto them, but the word preached did not profit them. Why? Not being mixed with faith with them that had it. For we which have believed do enter into the rest. They didn't hand it over. They didn't stop and let him do it. Jesus said, my father does these things. I can't do it. Why persecuting me? Verse 3. For we which have believed do enter into rest. What is rest? What did I do on that Thursday? I entered into what? And what did I do? Surrounded to him. So he did that. Which, if you know her, I've been, I've been trying to be quiet. Man, I would say, Lord, this is a real battle. He just kept quiet. <laughs> Watch me fooling myself. But that day, there was no battle. There was no time. Because when you get into the things of the spirit and the eternal things, time disappears. Completely disappears. For we which have believed do enter into rest, as he said, as I have sworn in my right, if they shall enter into my rest. Although the works were finished from the foundation of the earth, but since, since therefore it remained that some must enter therein, and they to whom it was first preached entered not in because of unbelief. Unbelief will make you take control of your life. If you understand this, then your life will change. You see things. You see wonders. Those things that you've been struggling with, they become nothing. You, you just see them flying off the shelf. Because the power you handed it over is the power that made heaven. For he that is entered, verse 10, for he that is entered into his race has also ceased from all his work. I ceased from my labor. I ceased from trying. I went into relaxing. Quit is far better. And he did what I couldn't do. As God did from his back. Matthew eleven twenty. Come unto me, all you that what? What did he say? And I have re- what did he say? I will give you what is a rest. What is rest again? That's what he gave me. He said, Stop laboring, stop trying to do that thing. Give it to me. Rest. Verse 29, take my yoke upon you and learn of me. See, let me teach you how I did it. For I am meek and lowly in heart. Surrendering it to God is being humble. That's being humble. Proud people will not. Oh, no, no, they can't do it. They know what they're doing. And you shall find rest unto your soul. For my yoke is easy. My body is light. I will give no body to nobody. So this is how we live our lives in this New Testament. In Hebrews chapter 10, verse 38. And my righteous ones will live by faith. That's called faith. When you hand it over to him, you trust him. It's called faith. But I will take no pleasure in anyone who turns away. So you see, faith is not just for healing. It's not just for healing. It's the way we live daily. It's the way we live daily. You know the popular song we sing? I surrender. Stop looking at me. You sing it to what you mean. I surrender. 
Oh Lord. Jesus. Jesus, Jesus. <laughs> if you see if you see why we're singing it, you know, we like Ahab. I'm sorry, Lord, I won't do it again. Lord, you know I love you. I won't do it anymore. That's the most misunderstood song. Of course, we misunderstood a lot of us. You know, we're singing this morning about the name of Jesus. I sat up. I think, where was I? And the Lord said to me, do they even believe in my name? Because if they do, they'll move in power. Because basically, in that name is all my power. It's a very, very misunderstood song because what we think we are saying is we come to the Lord and say, I'm going to do better. I surrender. Do we even, even what do we mean by surrender or what, what does it even mean? It's not we go home and think, you know, I'm going to do a lot better. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. And we're always surrendering. <laughs> well, if I sing it now, all of you through part and we surrender again. It wasn't long we surrendered. Pastor Victor led us, we surrendered. So it's like he's a... <laughs> that song is not about what to do. It's not about what to do. If you understand the English word surrender, doesn't mean if you surrender, it means you leave it to somebody. It's not about what to do. That's what I used to think. When you come to Jesus, I surrender my life to him. What do you mean? You hand it over to him. That's all. That's what it means. But we have misunderstood it. But it's a wonderful song if you get it in proper context. Look at Galatia 3.12. And the law is not of faith, but the man that dwells shall live by them. So when we come and want to do them, we're not living by faith. We're discounting Christ. We're trying to do something. Where he told us, without me, you can do nothing. We're trying to do something. And in our eyes, it's religious. But in the eyes of God and the New Testament, it's not Christianity. Because the Bible says, without faith, it is what? Impossible. But I'm not trying to tell God I'm going to go and repent and do this and and God is saying, really? But you can't do it without me. And whatsoever is not of faith is sin. Because you are relying on something that's not God. You are relying on yourself. But that's what we do. When we sing that song, we go with it. That's what we do. We go out thinking, God, oh, oh God. And God is looking at us and saying, you didn't surrender anything. In fact, you reinforced your control over your life. That's what you did. You know, the result of all that kind of thing is production of self-righteousness. Self-achieved righteousness. And believe you me, many Christians do not understand that it's demonic spirit that is making people do that. It's one of the strong, most wicked spirits. The spirit of the Pharisees, self-righteous spirit. Because you think you are so good. I 
That's all it produces. And when you have that kind of spirit operating in your life, you are bound to be proud because then you are going to be judging others with your standard. Because if anybody doesn't measure your standard, you condemn them right away. Because you have exalted yourself above other people. Praise the Lord. Are you following me? Follow me. I'm telling you. Philippians 3 verse 2. Follow me well, well, well. Philippians 3 verse 2. Watch out for those dogs, those people who do evil. Those mutilators who say you must be circumcised to be saved. For we who worship by the Spirit of God are the ones who are truly circumcised. We rely on what Jesus has done for us. We don't rely on ourselves. We rely on what Jesus has done for us. We put no confidence in human effort. When you come and say, I surrender, you are putting more confidence in your effort, and that's not Christianity at all. Though I could have confidence in my own effort now because I was a Pharisee, if anyone could indeed, it could indeed if others have reason for confidence in their own effort, I have even more. Let me show you this. I was circumcised when I was eight days old. I am a pure-blooded citizen of Israel and a member of the tribe of Benjamin, a real Hebrew. If there ever was one, I was a member of the Pharisees who demand the strictest obedience to Jewish law. You didn't do better than them. Verse 6. I was so zealous that I harshly persecuted the church. And for righteousness, talk of righteousness, I obeyed the law without fault. I surrender. That's what we try to go and do. Verse 7. Verse 7. Do we have verse 7? Okay, let me read it. I would have made you read verse 7. But let me read it for you. I once thought these things were valuable. Listen, Christians. You must be spiritually taught. You must walk in revelation. Bible knowledge, packing your head with Bible knowledge without revelation will take you over. I've said it here, and I keep saying it. If you don't understand salvation, the new birth, if you don't understand your righteousness in Christ, you will not make spiritual progress. Because everything hinges on that. I'm not saying you can't be running around in fellowship, praying all over the place. Maybe a baby, and the devils will eat you for lunch. Because my people are destroyed for what? Because knowledge. The truth is bitter, but I'll tell you, that's it. Verse 7. I once thought these things were valuable, but now I consider them what? Worthless. Why? Because of what Christ has done. Not worthless. That's not how it works. All those things cannot make you. God can't accept you because of that. He won't. Verse 8. Yes, everything else is worthless. When compared with the infinite value of knowing Christ Jesus, my Lord, for his sake now, I've discarded everything else, counting it all as garbage so that I can gain Christ. Because what brings me before God is faith in Christ, not all of that. Not all of that. Not 
by the works of the law shall no man be justified. Not all of that. I can't be justified before God because of all of that. Nine. And, be, and verse eight. Yes, everything else is worthless when compared with infinite value of knowing Jesus Christ, my Lord. For his sake, I've discarded everything else, counting it all as garbage so that I could gain Christ and become one with him. I no longer, I no longer, when I come to say I surrender, I'm not, I'm not counting on what I'm going to do. I no longer count on my own, on my own, on my own, I'm in your backyard, on my own, I want you to say it louder, on my own, I don't count on it. I surrender. It's not for you to bring more of your righteousness to God. It's all garbage. Jesus said, without me, you can do. Why bring him to him what he's, you discounted him. You didn't put faith in him to do it. He said, my father does this one, my own life. It's my father. But your testimony should be Jesus is the one. So if Jesus is the one, shouldn't you surrender and say, no, I can't. <laughs> Only you can do this. Like our dear struggling now. He said, stop all of that. Surrender to him. Are you following me? Did I lose you? Okay. So verse 9. And I became one with him. I no longer count on my righteousness through obeying the law, through obeying the law, through obeying the law, through obeying the law. Rather, I become righteous through faith in Christ by trusting him, surrendering my life to him. God counted me righteous. For God's way of making us right with himself depends on faith. Depends on faith. Depends on faith. Jesus said, without me, you can do nothing. You can't come to God and say, through me. All that thing you are doing is self-righteousness. God won't accept it. He won't give you righteousness. It, nothing. It won't even make you holy. Galatians 3, 11. So it is clear. What is clear? By trying to keep the law. For the scripture says, it is through faith that a righteous person has life. If you want to live this holy life, Jesus said, I have it. I give it to you. I walk it out. You live it. But me, not you. You know, this is the, original, the origin of the original sin of Adam. is to wrench control from God. And that's what the devil likes for us to do. Men, because you know we are so comfortable in it. Because we, we know what we're doing. We figured it out. And we're out comfort zone. Once you leave that natural thing and go into the supernatural realm of faith, you become uncomfortable right away. Because you're in the realm of the unseen. So the devil comes to Adam and Eve and says, has God what? Say and they say, yeah, he said it. They say, no, you take control from him and do your way. Forget about what he told you. You can handle it. You want to be like God? Let me show you how you be like God. Take control, my friend. Do it like this. And you, he too knows that if you do this, you'll be like him. Yep, that's what happened. So they reached control from God. Took over control. And started to work to be like God. That's what many people do. <laughs> They're walking to be like God. Pastor, I'm trying to be like Jesus. The devil already deceived him. 
because Jesus already made you to be like himself. Praise the Lord. I said, praise the Lord. So here they are. And they, let's read it a little bit. I think it's good that we see it. Verse 3. Let's cut it short and come from verse 3. But of the fruit of the tree, which is in the midst of the garden, God has said, you shall not eat of it. Neither shall you touch it, lest you die. And the serpent said unto the woman, you shall not surely die. Forget about it. For God doth know, he, even God knows too, that in the day you eat thereof, your eyes shall be what? Open. And you shall be as God's. Remember, they were created in the image God. The devil is saying, no, you can make yourself now to be like God. When you came to Christ, you were created to be like him. He gave you his life, his nature, his everything. And the devil comes and says, no, you can make yourself to be like Christ. Work harder. And we do verse 6. Verse 5. For God doth know that the day you eat thereof, then your eyes shall be opened and you shall be as God, knowing good and evil, so you can decide what is good for you to do. What does it mean? Take control from God. Pastor, but you know, Pastor, you don't understand the details. Oh, no, no, Pastor, you don't know the details. There's no details. Because once you control, hand it over to him, you don't have any further details. Praise the Lord. Uh, I said praise the Lord. Verse 6. And when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, walking by sight now, reasoning. Reasoning dethrones the supernatural. The moment you get into reasoning, you dethrone the supernatural power of God in your life. Period. So you saw it. That the tree was good for food and that it was pleasant to the eyes. It makes sense. And the tree to be desired to make one wise. Who told her? She took off of the fruit thereof and did eat and gave also unto her husband with her and he did eat. Verse 7. And the eyes of both of them were opened. What did they see? And they knew that they were naked. The glory departed. Because I told you to try to understand this, you know. Because this is how the glory of God works in your life. When you hand him over, he's the one. If he's the one doing it, that's his glory. When we took over control, the glory departed. They were naked. They were in shape. They were running from God. Fellowship perfected. You see why the devil is invested in that? You see why? Isaiah 53, 6. All we like sheep have gone astray. I have turned everyone to his own. That's where this thing came. The Bible said every human being, humanity from that point on, took control from God. That's what it is. He said all we like sheep we have now gone astray. What did we do? We have turned everyone to his own way, not God's way. We took control because we were born in Adam. We came with that. We can control it. So we just took it up. 
That's it. Everyone goes his own way. If he feels good, you do it. If he loses good, you do it. If he reasons well, it's good. If that is your culture, you do it. If that's what you do in your village, I'm doing it. Oh, I got to do it. That's what my grandparents did, grandfathers did. All of them came from Adam. Everyone to his own way. And that's what we did. Romans 3.10, as it is written. There is none righteous, no, not one. There is none that understand it. There is none that seek it after God. They don't want him to control it. Look at the world today. They don't want God to control anything. They want to be in control. Verse 12, they are all gone out of the way. <laughs> out of the way. And they all together become unprofitable. You see, the real repentance, when you talk of genuine repentance, when Paul, Peter was saying repent, is calling people back to divine control. Why? Jesus is God. Emmanuel, God with us. Come back and surrender your life. Let God control you. So the word of faith is the way that brings us back to divine control. Because it's where we surrender it, where we hand it over, our life over. That's what faith does. It's a place of complete surrender. Galatians 3, 25 to 26. And now that the word of faith has come. Now the word of faith was, has what? It's come. We no longer need the law. <laughs> we don't need all that. Because there's a way now. To surrender to God so God can do what we can do. And this is the way that pleases God. When we hand it over to God, it pleases God. Take a look at this. Romans 13.10. Romans 13.10 says, Love does no wrong to one's neighbor. Love does no wrong to what? Ah. Love does what? To one's neighbor. So anything you are doing that is evil is not love. So all this iniquity they commit and call it love is, is demonic deceit. God is holy in all his ways. So love does no wrong to one's neighbor. It never hurts anyone. Therefore, love meets all these requirements and is the fulfillment of the law. Do we agree on this? Ah, are you sleeping? Do we agree on this? Okay, fine. So let's go further and define love. Faith John 4, 8. He that loveth not... Know it not God, for God is love. Is God love? Oh, come on. Is God love? Okay, come. Is God love? Okay, come. Let's, let's demonstrate this thing. I think we'll demonstrate you get it better. Come up here. God is what? So let's take him that. You are not God, though, just for demonstrate. So let's take it this God, right? He is love. And you are not God, I am not. I'm not love. If I want to live the life of love and I disregard him, how can it happen? Is it possible? Talk to me. But that's what we do. Now, if I want to live, he says to me, hand, surrender, give me control. I can't live it. And now, who will come? Who will come? Let me call somebody. Come. 
Come, 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 quickly, quickly, quickly. We, need, we don't have time. Come the other side. This side. Now, this is the, this is what, now, this is the word. Well, well. This is God, his love, right? And I'm dealing with this man who is, you know, let's say change words now. You know, just fling your, I know you are quiet, but just to, you know, just practice it. It's out of your nature. But, you know, I go to him, I said, I surrender, I surrender all. I sur-. After telling him I surrender, I come back. I'm, you know, it takes me a few minutes, I'm trying to, then continue. Then after five minutes, then on Sunday, Pastor Victor leads us again. I surrender, I surrender. Oh, he's watching me. But he comes on a Sunday like this, he says, Surrender. And I came and said, I surrender it. I cannot do it. You are love. I'm not. So you know what happens? It's not in his hand. He goes with me. Praise the Lord. When we get here, and I want to do something, he says, no. What effort am I making? What is my confidence? Did I surrender the case to him? What? I surrendered it. Can he handle it? So while he's doing that, he's still saying, I love you. He's telling him, I love you. I love you. I love you. After a time, this man begins to feel his power. This man begins to feel his presence. This man begins to think. There's something he here. That is different. Because this is the power of God. He's feel, because the presence is here. Why? I've allowed it to. I've seized from all that effort to. So while he handles it, I give him opportunity to touch this person. And then this person begins to think later on that I was doing all of that. Instead of what he was, he was not... This is human, it's not humanly possible. So he now begins to talk to him. My evangelism is done. You see evangelism? He begins to what? Talk to him. Because he loves him. He wants him safe. He wants him to come to the kingdom. But he said to me, hand your life over to me to use it so that I can show them my love. Praise the Lord. Thank you. I know you are not. <laughs> Do you get what I'm saying? Do you understand it? See, that's why you quarrel with your wife. That's why you quarrel with your husband. Because you're in control. And all that kind of behavior grieves God. It really grieves God. You know, look at Ephesians 5, 8. For once you were full of darkness, but now you have light from the Lord now. So live as people of life for this light within you. The Christ within you produces only what is good and right and true. That's all it does. When he went with me, all he can produce is what is good, right, true. That's he can produce. I can't, but he can't. If you leave me alone, I'll fight with the man. 
But I told him, I said, you know I can't handle these things. So I surrender it to you. That's when I, the matter goes from my hand to his hand. He goes with me. Because when I come and do this, I surrender, and I don't trust him. The Bible says unbelief cuts fellowship because you don't agree with him. Two can work together. But with the day I agree with him and say, you know, you are love, I am not. I can love. Without you, I can love. I trust you with it. You are the one at working me. My Lord said, his father worked in him. You are the one working in me. So I trust you to go with me and show him your love. That's where it goes. Praise the Lord. Paul says, in Galatians 2, 20 to 21, I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who, Braden, how much control does a dead person have? The Christ lives in me, and the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God. I simply hand over control to him. I trust him. He's the one living in me. I can't do it. You know the song that we sang? The song that we sang today. That my daughter was leading. I was talking about the prophet. And she's a prophet. She's a prophet. She has the anointing of a prophet. The Lord told me. So, that song said that all the works of truth are done by him. That's what we sang. <laughs> we were singing it, but we didn't understand it. All the works of truth are done by him. By him. All the works of truth are done by him. He said, all you prophets that God have ransomed the Lord, said, that not, I know your daughter has prophetic anointing on her. You know, when Paul met Jesus, he asked Jesus one question. Before he met Jesus, he was the man in charge. You couldn't control him. He was in charge. He knew what to do. He, you remember he said, as Pharisee, I was perfect in the law. And all this bunch of people, what did they know? So I'm putting them in jail. But when he made Jesus, he said, what will you have me? That's, how, that's the question you ask every day. Grace puts God in control. The law puts you in control. Grace puts God what? Control. Because under grace, he said, I don't marry this. You gave me free. And I receive by faith, by trusting. But under the law, you said, I do it, I can't do it. Proverbs 3 5. Trust. Really? Okay. Okay. We'll stop here. Praise the Lord. We'll stop here. Let's rise up.
I want you to lift up your hands and begin to worship him. Can you come? Begin to play something for us. Begin to worship him. All the works of truth are done by him. Why don't you surrender your life to him? He came to lead you. Did you read that? As many as are led by the Spirit of God. They are the sons of God. He didn't come for you to lead him. He came to lead you. 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 He came. That's why Christians are struggling with character, struggling with this. Because they don't want to surrender to him to lead them. And we spoil things because if we do that. I think if I'm preaching, uh, in, in, the next time I'm preaching, because my daughter is very important thing that I wanted to preach on the Holy Spirit. They lost, said, no, finish this one. Play something, anything. Talk to the Lord. Surrender. Surrender control. Stop. He came to lead you. He came to lead you. That's how children of God are the people that are being led by him. Surrender control. Let him lead you. Stop struggling. Enter the rest of God. Child of God, he said, come, give me your burden. And let me give you rest. I can handle it. You can't. You don't even have strength. When we were without strength, Christ died for us. We don't have strength. We can do absolutely nothing. So stop trying. Stop. You tried enough. That's why Christians have character flaw year in, year out. Because they have not surrendered it to Christ. They have not realized they cannot change it. They cannot change it. It's not about promising God to do better. You can't change it. Forget it. That situation you are facing, you can't handle it. Give it to him. Give it to him. Stop struggling. Stop going to prophets, my friend. That's why you do all of that. When you have Jesus with you, what prophet do you need? And you go and contact demonic spirits and create trouble for your life in future. Create more trouble for yourself. You are seeking what God didn't tell you to seek. As many as are led by the Spirit of God. Surrender control. Let him lead you. You can't lead yourself. You don't know anything. Lord, what will you have me do? He said to me, stop preaching. You are done. I said, yes, sir. <laughs> We're done. <laughs> I was done. Said, I can't preach to you. I don't have anything to say. I don't have any wisdom. When he says you are done, we are done.
we're going to sing that song now. Now you have gotten the context. It's not a song that says, I'm going to do better. It's a song where you say, Lord, over to you. My life, the situation, over. You, everything. I can of my own do nothing. So I surrender it. I don't even have strength. Why I was without strength to die for me. You are the strength of my life. So we're going to sing it now so we understand the context better now. I surrender all. Lord, I surrender all. All I surrender all. Now you know the meaning. All. Today, my blessed Savior, I surrender all. Let's sing it. Come on, choir, help me here. I surrender all. Surrender it. Give him your life. My brothers and sisters, listen to me. Christianity is not a religion that is run by laws and things and things. No. Christianity is God living in a man. Christianity is God living in a man so that God will lead the man. So that God will be his strength. So that God will be his wisdom. So that God will be his life. That's Christianity. The Bible said... If you don't have that spirit of him living in you, you are not a Christian. Christianity is not about do's and don'ts. That's religion. It's about God living in you. It's the greatest miracle that God will live in you. Christianity was initiated with miracle. It is lived in miracle. It is propagated in miracle. Christianity is not a normal natural activity. It is the power of God unto salvation that God is in you that you are the temple of the Holy Spirit so why shouldn't you surrender to him when he's your wisdom he's your wisdom he's your strength he's your life he's your light he's your all and all are you better than him you don't even have strength you have no wisdom Lord I Surrender, Lord, I surrender. Today, my blessed Savior, Is there anybody here who wants to give your life to Jesus for the first time? You come to this altar. 
If you want to give your life to Jesus for the first time, come here. If you want to rededicate it to him, come here. If you want to give your life to Jesus for the first time, please come. If you want to rededicate it to him, please come. Lord, I surrender all, oh Lord, to you. I surrender all to thee. Precious Father, we so grateful that because of your love and grace, you are teaching us the truth that is in Christ Jesus. You, you, you didn't set up Christianity as a religion. It's life. Life that is in you that you gave us. You gave us life. And that life manifests when we rely on it, called faith. That's the way you say the church shall live, by constantly surrendering control to you. You came to lead us, you didn't come for us to lead you. Like Paul, we can always say, we live by faith in him who died for us every day. Father, I was so grateful. This is a deep truth indeed. But it's a truth that sets free from all the labors, all the confusion, all the just trying to, trying to, people are laboring for nothing. 40 days dry fasting, going all over, laboring for nothing. Hey, the devil put them like Samson on a mule and taking them round and they're pursuing nothing. When you are there with them. You are there with them. You are there with them. You are not far. Your spirit is joined with their spirit. Why are we looking for you anywhere else? When you live in us as your temple. As your temple. Why are we looking for prophets to tell us the truth? When we have the Bible. And you told us that in the former times you spoke to the prophet, but in these days you speak to us through your son. And your son said to us, my sheep hear my voice. They follow me. We labor. Hey, we labor. But you called us to rest. You called us to cease from all that labor. Peter labored all night. Caught nothing. The flesh will profit us nothing. Self-righteousness is waste of time. Lord, let today be a day of redirecting. Of a genuine repentance. From taking control. And being in our comfort zone. To handing control over to you. Because you love us with a love we can't even understand. 
your love for us is amazing. And your plans for us, plans of good, not of evil. Only your spirit can do this work. Lord, you know, I can't even preach. I can do nothing except what you do. Except you build. Oh, except you build. But wasting time. Wasting time. It's not by volume of what we say. Talk, talk, talk. Except the Lord. Except the Lord builds it. Lord, except you open our eyes. How do we see this truth? Is it not a marvelous day, Lord, for you to break all those shackles of darkness in our hearts and let the light of the truth that is in Christ shine and set us free from labors, 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 running around for what you have already provided for us in Christ. All of them. All things that pertain to life and godliness we have them. Precious Lord, let this be a new beginning for us to enter your rest and enjoy the dews of heaven. Enjoy the dews of heaven. While you do the job, we enjoy the benefits. Blessed be thy name. In Jesus' name we pray.